What's up, y'all? It is episode number three of the Let's Boogie podcast. We are coming at you. It is Academy Awards week. Um, there were some interesting things going on. There's a big soccer match this weekend for me and Matthew to anticipate. Uh, today we're going to talk about some... in. Honor of the Academy Awards, we're going to discuss some overrated movies as well as overrated television shows. We've got our moods of the week, we've got the debut of a new segment, and we've got some playful banter between some fine lads. But hey, enough of my yakking. What do you say? Let's boogie. Let's boogie! Let's boogie. If you have crack, let's boogie. (laughs) No one is going into your no. asshole. I, no. Well, I wouldn't let him without the crack. And look at you go. You're good at that. I'm good at something? Are you serious? A few things. Once. <laughs> so, uh, I just wanted to propose a question to you guys to start off. Uh, what... Uh, what we're talking about today. How do you guys feel about abortion? <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. Whoa. We're not talking about that. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Whoa. There's nothing that people on this podcast want more than our input on <laughs> spicy political topics. Gay marriage, yeah. abortion, <laughs> immigration. Welcome yeah. to Let's Boogie. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll just... I'll just jump into it and talk about what I was talking about with Chris before we started recording. So YouTube this week, listen to this. So this guy made a video on YouTube and he was talking about how uh, there's a pedophile ring on YouTube. And apparently what happens is uh, when you create a new account on YouTube, (coughs) sorry, uh, you – you like look up some specific types of videos and in the recommended section, it'll take you to videos of little girls. Now these videos are not these videos are not sexual, but what these pedophiles will do is in the comments, they will link time codes in parts of the video where the girls are in like states where they look sexually explicit. And I saw in a couple places um, there were like phone numbers attached. I'm pretty sure to you personally. Uh, no, in <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the video that this guy made, but the but the worst part about it is these videos are monetized. Oh, oh my no. god! Some of them <laughs> not be serious. So um, there's this oh. big controversy because I mean it's pretty obvious that when when PewDiePie made his. Uh, whole racial thing that wasn't that big of a deal, but YouTube just kind of uh, overreacted mm-hmm. to it. Uh, yeah, there's this big controversy because how are they allowing this this shit to pass? Where you have someone like PewDiePie who more so makes a joke, and that affects the entire community. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's just that's horrifying to know that like these little girls are being like money's getting made off them and they're not even there for, you know, well, I mean, that's just, that's sickening. Well, that my question is YouTube not even allows that. Yeah. You know, 
my question is not about like why are the videos being well actually that is my question i misspoke why are videos of 12 year old girls just being because it's literally just like a vlog type of thing where they're just like shooting themselves like dancing or like just playing around with some of their friends why are those monetized at all they're underage they shouldn't be earning money from youtube in the first place i feel like yeah i mean that's just it's, even think it's, about that. That's it's just, disgusting. That, that's wild. That makes me like not want to have kids. Well, like, like YouTube also <laughs> has to be responsible about this because they keep saying they have some algorithm that like watches this stuff. And the guy yeah. found in his the guy found in his video that um, their algorithm or their solution to um, to trying to stop this is just to turn off the comments. <laughs> that doesn't stop anything. What's yeah. What's that going to do? I, that's, that's just, that's disgusting. I, YouTube <laughs> is just such an un, unregulated place, yeah. but at the same I mean, time, it's so overregulated. Yeah. I mean, Welcome I know to like the internet, a lot yeah. of those big YouTubers, like I'll just name off a few, like PewDiePie, obviously. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Cody Ko. I know he had, a bunch of videos that were being demonetized. A lot of these people are getting demonetized, but that's just for copyright issues for making jokes for all this shit. But for these little girls to, Oh, that's just, that's horrifying. Like I don't even, that makes me not want to have kids because (laughs) (laughs) like, I don't know. There's some sick fuckers out there. I mean, it's that's just it, it's an interesting topic to talk about social media and children. Yeah. Because I mean, we all three of us have grown up where our social media uh experience started in m- middle school. I remember when Facebook was the big thing and Yeah. I mean, did we all start <sighs> on Facebook or uh, we all start on. I started on Facebook. I can't I think of it. I started on Facebook so too. I. I know. I know. Hey, I know some people our age who started on on MySpace though. <laughs> like, like oh, started, shit, you're right. started on OG I, MySpace way back in the day. Like, <laughs> I had a MySpace when it wasn't cool to have a MySpace anymore. <laughs> so like, well, st- well, you still use Facebook more than any other person. So I mean, you use <laughs> yeah. Facebook more than any twenty-one-year-old college collegiate male should use Facebook, but. I mean, you, you are a man who does not I follow genu- trends. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I make my own trends. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. You know, I use I use Facebook for the shitty the shitty memes. All my parents' friends that hype me up when I post a picture. Oh, he's so cute! You know? oh, look at him! Yeah. Look yeah. at him! He can grow I mean, facial hair. Look at his neck brace. Oh, look at him! <laughs> oh. Don't even get me started. His hearing aid brings his eyes line. out. Oh yeah, you could just clickbait yeah. everything on your social media. Oh, You've been injured. <laughs> <laughs> Buy Dude, my merch, my guys! Tin- I got a, I got no. hit by a car. Be sure to like my and subscribe. Tinder page still. <laughs> my Tinder page still has the picture of me with uh, my two little cousins and my neck brace, and I still get those questions. Oh my god, what happened? Are you okay? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> But well, yeah, so I mean, then what I was going to ask you guys is like, do you think that like in the future it's going to be okay for like 
kids to be on social media because we've all we've already seen what's happened with TikTok and musically and shit like that where it's yeah. just it's so weird. I don't understand why yeah. we let kids use the internet. I mean, it's just it's just a case of, you know, easily being accessible, man. Like it's it's everywhere. Like it's really like it really I mean, the only way that we're actually going to be able to stop it is if the parents stop buying these kids smartphones when they're 12 years well, old. Well, I mean, that's just about the only kind of phone you can buy anymore. You can't go out and buy your kid a Motorola Razor anymore. I had you a flip get, phone. You're going to you're going to go out <coughs> I mean, they're going to find some way to get on to get I mean, dude, the internet is everywhere, man. All these I mean, we all my my elementary school, we all thought it was a big deal that there were like two rooms in the school that had computers and they had the mac the mac the mac desktops that looked like that were square boxes and people were like oh my god this is the cutting edge of technology and, and you can and you could play the greatest video game of all time the Oregon Trail on those we could play oh, we yeah. could play Oregon Trail oh, yeah. we could get on cool math games I was going to say do, was that around we could do so much cool stuff and now it's just I think these people I mean these kids that have iPhone 10s when they're in 5th grade and they've you know it's sad they've got iPhone 10s they've got Twitter and Snap Snapchat and all that jazz and they're doing stuff that I wouldn't have even thought about when I was <laughs> when I was that Well it's age. more so for me like I don't understand why parents allow Mostly it's young girls to use social media because, I mean... I'm proud to say that I've never seen Like Chris their, said, there's some the, they weird people on the to be Jojo Siwa. Uh, yeah, that just, it's so cringy. <laughs> I mean, they're all proud Nebraska. proud Nebraska product, baby. She drives a BMW with her face on the hood. They are all over Facebook, but did you see Jason and David went to... Jason Nash and David Dobrik went to her house and like filmed a video no. with her. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think it was just for the memes, but yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I just think that some of these kids need to go through a struggle. Like all of us did, you know, not having a phone. I agree. Like I didn't get a phone until I was in seventh grade. And you want to know what my first phone was? A pink flip phone, <laughs> a pink razor. Okay. <laughs> It was handed down through four people before I got my hands on it. Bro, that's tragic. That is actually that's no, sad. I don't call it bro. tragic. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't think my first phone was until like seventh or eighth, eighth grade too. But it was an iPhone, like, or I I had a flip phone, a flip phone. But my first iPhone was in seventh or eighth grade. So I had a dude. I, think I you had, just got the short end of the stick. I had I got a phone in like fifth or sixth grade, and it an was, iPhone. No, and it was a it was a blue. I forget what it was called, but it slid up. Didn't slide to the side. It slid up, and the keyboard was shit. And it was some tiny AT and T phone. I don't even remember. It's in my desk at my parents' house. And then I got I got an iPhone five in eighth grade, and I had that iPhone five for four years. That the I, iPhone five holds a special place in my heart. That iPhone five, that iPhone five was with me from eighth grade until junior year of high school. 
Yeah. It saw um, it saw some stuff, I tell you. But um since we're talking about easy accessibility, I wanna get onto this. We we wanted to talk about this on this on this podcast. Um easy accessibility with Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime Video has made us really hate some good shows, and we wanted to discuss that today. Uh, yeah. It has also just made. No, I'll say that later. Uh, <laughs> it's. Uh, oh, yeah. No, go ahead and say it now. No, it's just. What do you want to say? It has. Well, then it, I'll... it has made subpar television seem superior. Just because it's easily accessible. Not even subpar television. Par television. <laughs> <laughs> because the the best example that comes to mind is, I know this is an extremely hot take for most people, The Office is probably the most overrated show of all time. Am I wrong? It's top three. It's up there. It's, it's up, there. up there. I mean, it's right up there with Friends and what would a th- what would a third one be? I mean, let me look up on my ratings on my phone. I mean, we can get into our office discussion. I, mean, I think there we are, are people, all. I mean, yeah, you can. I mean, I would say. I mean, I've watched the off. I've watched the entire series. Um, I personally like it. I mean, as you said, it's a it's a par show, but. I mean, it's an easy show to watch. Yeah, the comedy is a little dry sometimes. Like, that's what she said. I mean, a lot of the jokes are overused. But a lot of the characters you can really, like, connect with. Um, like Jim, Pam. Yeah, but Parks and Rec is That's the ideal romance. That's what I want my dream girl to be. I need yeah, to the find the gym people. to my Pam. Yeah. Uh, it's more so for me, my problem with it is like, it's a good show. Like there's no getting around that. It, it, it has some of the best comedy writing of all time, but it's also the most overrated of all time because you, and I'm talking to whoever uses your shitty office memes and gifts to describe your everyday mood or talk about, oh, I'm, I'm going to post a gif of, Michael and Dwight and uh, Andy uh, facing each other off in a fake gunfight to represent the Lakers and the Pelicans trying to make a trade for Anthony Davis. Yeah. The office memes and references is just the laziest form of comedy. And I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of seeing it. Okay, but can can we be real here? I think all gifts are stupid. Because if you're that if you're is gonna, a scorching hot take, <laughs> scorching. If you're going to take what you're trying to say and put it into a three second looping picture, basically, I mean, I just don't like if you're if you're seriously just going to send a gif as a sentence or whatever as a reply or something. Like, I just feel like that's just the laziest way to start a conversation or to contribute to a conversation because it's not even your words. You're just picking. Neither is, neither is taking a scene from the office and trying to say it describes something happening in the world of pop culture. If that show wasn't 
on Netflix and easily accessible to everyone whose mom is still paying whatever the whatever the hell Netflix costs per month nowadays. No one would watch it. No one My would main be, thing is no like, one would be going out of their way to go buy the season, the complete collection of The Office on DVD. So or the office whatever ended the hell in 2013. The Office ended in 2013, and it's been on Netflix for a majority, if not all, of that time, which is six yeah. years. Six years with how many people are on Netflix. That's a long time for everyone to watch it. I've watched it all the way through, I think, like twice, just because I got bored. Yeah. But, like, if the show hadn't been on Netflix, um, like you were saying, uh, I think people would have relatively pushed it to the side, kind of like uh, How I Met Your Mother. I'd agree. Yeah. I think after How I Met Your How I Met Your Mother ended, uh, it definitely got tossed to the wayside. But that's more understandable because it's not as good of a comedy, but it's still a good show. We're gonna get so ripped to shreds about this. Oh, I know, we're but gonna get I ripped fully to support my opinion. I mean, I fully support my opinion too. It's just, it's, I mean, as, as corny as it sounds, like, if the only jokes and references you can make to try and be funny is some kind of dry-ass office reference, like, I feel sorry for you. (laughs) If that that (laughs) is what you consider to be the pinnacle of comedy, I'm sorry. Either that or Friends. (laughs) Friends is just as bad. Friends is a sitcom that was relevant in its time. I have never, ever watched a full episode of Friends. Keep it that way. Yeah, I'm never going to watch it. And the fact that Netflix spent, they spent one million or a hundred million. I'm sorry, that's a too much money. But regardless, yeah, Yeah. regardless, (laughs) too much much money money regardless for a show that ended almost twenty years ago. I'm going to cancel my Netflix. If they take off Friends, yeah. what am I like, going to do? Watch better shows. That's what you're going to do. But I also came up with another show that is damn overrated. Shameless. I don't know if you guys have ever watched Shameless. <laughs> yeah, that shit is. We're literally just talking about uh, how Netflix has kind of stepped their game up. And I asked him if he has had seen Shameless. Now, I watched it through five seasons. And you're just like, okay, Frank is the main, he's the, he's the dad and he does a lot of shitty things. Okay. You really and think, let me guess, oh, he this has is the no worst shame. thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> dad, ne- you out of the house today. I've never, I've yeah. never seen it, but I'm just going to go on a limb and guess this Frank guy doesn't have a whole lot of shame. Dad, I'm putting you in a retirement yeah. home. Okay, son. <laughs> It's for the best. But as I was saying, I'm coming home, Elizabeth. <laughs> Go, what? Chris. Continue. No, Biggs, you were saying something about Shameless. No, I I made my point already. Oh, you finished. You finished your thought. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I did. This is okay. Just go, Chris. Anyways, <laughs> you really think that Frank's going to do the shittiest thing possible? in you know the season finale and then two episodes later he does twice almost 
twice as worse as the thing that he just did. And it's just, that show is just so stupid and I don't know how people can watch it. And I think that's why Emmy Rossum is leaving, who, by the way, is the hottest character on that show. I'll give her that. Don't objectify women. <laughs> that's all I do. We, res- we respect women. women on this podcast. We're the number one feminist podcast in America. We respect women. That That is confirmed by Hillary Clinton. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hilldog? Also- is Hilldog coming on the pod to talk? <laughs> HC, big HC, big HC. <laughs> um, but I found another show that's pretty damn overrated. Uh, Modern Family. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Modern that Family show. is hot garbage. It's horrible. It wins <laughs> it's, every year. It's it horrible. Wins every year. It's terrible. I don't know how they have 15 seasons worth of that show. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, oh, 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 I just found one. Don't even get me started on Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the but it epitome made me want to be a of... doctor. You know what? It made me want to oh be my... a nurse. <sighs> How can you call yourself a human being <laughs> if your favorite show is a soap opera? It is a soap opera. I've called it a soap yeah. opera to every person I know that's a fan of that show. Every girl I know, I should say that. I don't know a single dude who's a fan of that show. Every girl I know who's a fan of that show, I've called it a soap opera. And they're like, no, it's a dra- it's a comedy drama. It's a drama. <laughs> it's no. a dramedy. No. 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 Oh. Oh. I just found another Keep one. The coming. Haunting of Hill House. The Haunting of still Hell House. Still haven't seen it. I have oh, no idea. Yeah, still haven't Couldn't seen it. Couldn't tell you. Wouldn't, oh, waste my, I heard, wouldn't waste my time on such flaming hot you know, garbage. Yeah. I heard from a lot of people that it was good. And then I also heard from another group of people that it wasn't really it wasn't really good. It's so not scary I'm not gonna watch it. at all. If you like horror and if you like people talking a lot about stuff you don't care about, watch it. Otherwise, okay. awful show. Um, yeah. Hot, but, takes, hot takes. Hot takes. Hot takes. <laughs> But then uh, this isn't one that people watch a lot, but I just checked on my IMDb and uh, The Ranch is a pretty bad show. Biggs, I don't know how you feel about that because I think you watched. I watched the I watched the early seasons and I thought the early seasons it was it was respectable. But then with all the stuff with like the the third the third season and all the stuff with the old old Danny Masterson that I'm not going to elaborate on, but. You probably ah, know what Daniel. I'm talking about, but all that stuff and how they, at the end of the third season, they just told him to get out of town or else you know what's coming for you. That was just that uh, just just dumb. Like, well, I would equate the ranch to the uh, Full House reboot. Yeah, it's just it's it's the yeah. same. Yeah, it's the same formula for every episode where. The episode starts off with a dilemma from the last episode that is now affecting the current characters. And they, like, basically don't solve it in the episode. And then by the end of the episode that you're watching, they come up with another problem or another yeah. source of drama. Yeah. And it just repeats. I mean, it kind of get. I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest. Like, it, it did kind of get to the point where I was watching that show because I just thought Sam... It's not Sam El- is it Sam Elliott? Yes. Yeah, Sam yeah Elliott. I just thought yeah. I just thought Sam Elliott was funny. Like it's just just bites. him being just 
listen here, Colt, you're just a dumbass. Like I just, I just thought, <laughs> I just, thought, I thought that was funny. Like I just thought him, him being a curmudgeonly old, old dickhead was funny. <laughs> and at a point, that was, that was the only reason I was really watching it because I like Kutcher and I, I think, I think Sam Elliott is a treasure, but. Uh, is Sam Elliott the most underappreciated actor of our generation? He's definitely underappreciated, but he's also <laughs> nominated for, spoiler alert, an Academy Award, which we will be talking about on a different episode. Shameless plug, link in the description. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, but, we forgot uh, to talk about that, so <laughs> I'm, uh, uh, I'm just going to touch on it a little bit. I am a film student, and as a film student, I have to watch as many movies as possible. Within the calendar year of the last Oscars to this Oscars, I watched 39 movies. That came out in that time. So I've seen every best picture. I've seen every pretty much as much as I could fit in. And I hope some of my hot takes in there are well deserved, but that will be in the other episode. Spoiler alert, Bohemian Rhapsody, you're in for it. Yeah, <laughs> you're Rhapsody. gonna you're gonna hear it. You're I gonna, might oh, 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 <laughs> it's gonna be fun. <laughs> Just, I might I might to, need an entire episode for Bohemian Rhapsody, honestly. Oh, <laughs> God. Now, Matt, you were saying a little while back um, about How I Met Your Mother, and I kind of want to touch on this because I finished that series, um, I would say, about three weeks ago, and I had never never watched it all the way through, and I want to kind of get your pal. opinion on... What? Nothing, you're late. Continue. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about either. He's talking about. He's yeah. talking about. I just said you're late. Oh, you said oh, you just ye- finished a series that ended five years ago. Uh, Therefore, okay, you're late to the party. Uh, okay. All right. Thanks for your input. Anyways. <laughs> um, Jesus. Thanks for my input. Here I comes just, a really intelligent thought. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, it was. The intelligent thought was going to come from Matt because I was going to ask his opinion about uh, the ending, and I kind of wanted to get his input. So, um, oh, the ending, yeah. Now, I'm kind of glad. Spoiler, well, yeah, spoiler alert! I know alert. It, it. I know it ended five years ago, but you know, uh, what did you think about Robin ending up with uh, Ted? Did you kind of see it coming, or? Um, I didn't see it coming. I was actually kind of happy about that. I was okay with it. Um, the part that got me was just the fact that they basically cock teased us for <laughs> nine seasons, <laughs> yeah, or, nine seasons. Or, or however long it is that we were going to meet this amazing woman, just take Ted off his feet. And she did, Yeah, but she's yeah. dead by the end of the episode. <laughs> like, yeah. All this buildup for that was just like she was oh. around for what like five episodes like she, five, she, like she was a part of the main cast i think for yeah five or six episodes like five or six yeah i mean the reveal came i think maybe seven episodes in or seven episodes towards the end and uh it just basically showed her face and we didn't really get to talk to her but um i i thoroughly enjoyed it i seriously enjoyed the entire series but uh for the director and uh david henry is a little bitch for uh keeping (laughs) keeping it a secret for nine seasons Um, 
but he's got so you know. many other things to worry about. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Wizards but, of Waverly Place. He had to get on that grind. Yeah, had to become the final wizard. <laughs> but I, I mean, um, I would say that's probably one of my favorite uh, TV shows. Yeah, um, I would say the ending just left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, but um, yeah, I I would put it that's, on the same level as um, uh. Dexter for shows oh, that oh, just ended with a rough taste in my mouth. Uh, I loved Dexter, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, the ending was not too great. And I'm not going to even talk about it because I know that that's a show I'd rather just not spoil. It I, w- it's, it's I want to be a lumberjack. That's all we'll say about that. I want to be Paul Bunyan. <laughs> I've had enough of killing people. Let's go cut down trees. Yep. Uh, so do we want to get into, uh, our Millennial Moods of the Week? Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. I think we do, you know, the segment that keeps everyone coming back. Uh, Millennial Moods of the Week is brought to you by, oh wait, we don't have sponsors, but, um, yeah, the only thing that's consistent about this podcast so far has been this segment, but we got a new one coming. But uh, so let's start with Matthew. What you got for the people? Um, I'm actually changing mine up a little bit. Um, my I'm going to call it a colossal oof. Back to back colossal oofs. No, um, I called it a colossal oof, oof for 21 Savage uh, in the episode that we ended up scrapping so uh, i haven't used this you yet. know what those, those sound those sound issues they just they messed with my head i'm sorry yeah just... uh but my colossal oof is going to be the fact that complex magazine referred to killmonger as the best marvel villain did, did they miss avengers infinity war was it best Mar- i forget well, did they say best marvel villain or best movie villain Ooh, I gotta look that because up because I think it, they might have. I, I may be wrong, but I think they might have gone even broader stroke and said best movie villain. If that's true, that is the the most colossal oof of all time. <laughs> the best superhero villain since Heath Ledger's Joker. Ah, that's what I think of that. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean Thanos is up there. Loki's up there trying to think of another one bro this may be this may be a hot take because i know you didn't like uh you didn't like homecoming give me vulture over killmonger bro <laughs> give um, me, give, i i don't like i actually liked vulture i will say um but i i'd, I'd still put killmonger i was him. just underwhelmed by that movie but we'll get to that in yeah, Our some more Academy flaming Award hot takes to come. Show. Uh, Black Panther, you're not safe either. But <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. so, not just a big oof, a colossal oof to uh, the cuckoo birds over at Complex Magazine. For, Although they uh, did, they're not cuckoo birds for taking my Mac Miller video and <laughs> putting it on their TBT their website. <laughs> yeah, I got a hundred thousand views in a day on posting a Mac Miller leaked 
song from Grassroots and Complex posted Grassroots so. Music Festival. Rest in peace. <laughs> That's a colossal oof. <laughs> the, the, the best. The best. Yeah. Did you go one, to that, Chris? The best one day no, in Omaha oh, God, history, bro. <laughs> yeah. I really wish I did, but where's Fetty Wap? <laughs> Tommy O'Gorman ruined my summer. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I miss yeah, Fetty Wap. Where's Schoolboy Q? <laughs> Chris, what do you got? No. Uh, my big yikes of the week is uh, Lil Xan and Annie Smith are expecting a baby. Um, if we don't know who Lil who mind me, Lil, Lil Xan, um, the fact that this man has face tattoos, um, is named after a prescription drug, um, which deals with anxiety, um, is about to become a father figure. Okay. Now imagine going to school and getting made fun of because your dad made the worst song ever. Okay. What's his I don't even song know. ever? I don't even know. You know, I just know his fucking music's <laughs> trash. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're I not could, wrong, yeah. I could not name a Little Xan song if you pulled a gun to my yeah. head. If you put a gun yeah, to my most, head and uh, said, Most white dudes name with a face Zan tattoos, song. Their, uh, their music is skippable. They're known for their yeah. music. Yeah. <laughs> Every but, time I think but, of Lil uh, Xan, I can't, I can't not think about that picture of him and Noah Cyrus. It's the funniest yeah. thing <laughs> to have see, on the internet. The fact that him and Noah Cyrus broke up five months before and Annie Smith is four months pregnant. Okay. Lil Xan was getting around, bro. Lil Xan was getting around. Yeah. I. That's just, uh, I, yeah, that's just a yikes for me. I don't want to see it. Uh, so yeah. we have a colossal oof yeah. and we have a big yikes. So that leads uh, to me. My you hate to see it of the week goes out to Nike. Um, Nike. Uh, last night, Duke, North Carolina, the, you know, people call it the best rivalry in sports. Uh, big game. Tickets going for as expensive as the Super Bowl. We got Obama, Ken Griffey Jr., Spike Lee sitting courtside paying $3,000 a pop for tickets. And 30 seconds in, uh, Zion Williamson plants his foot and his foot destroys his brand new PG 2.5 Nike shoe. And he doesn't play in the game, and he's got a grade one knee sprain, and is day to day. Duke lost the game by sixteen, and uh, Nike. I think I saw their stock went down one point four percent, which sounds small, but that's the equivalent to one point four billion dollars lost in a day because because a college kid. Busted a shoe, <laughs> and I'm going to do something that I don't think we've done before. We're going to do a double, you hate to see it, get the air horns. Wah, 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 wah. But uh, the second you hate to see it uh, goes to Duke grad Carlos Boozer, who, <laughs> yeah. when he tw- was trying to tweet to his fellow Blue Devil, Zion Williamson, to feel better, he tweeted... Get well soon at Zion NPS, which is Mount Zion National Park. So <laughs> I, I know the uh, the national parks are really in danger, 
but I don't think they. <laughs> don't There's think, a big snowstorm coming apparently don't in think Zion. That's, so don't think that's what uh, what Carlos was referring to. So Carlos Boozer, that's a name I haven't heard so, in a long time. So this is something I want to talk about. This plays off something that we uh, we talked about last week. Did you guys see Bill Walton's newest? Uh, clip. No, but I'm ready to hear what it is. So he was uh, doing, you know, Bill Walton stuff, and it cut. He just randomly starts saying, "You know, guys, ten years ago this week, I was at the bottom. I was gonna kill myself. I was thinking about how I was gonna do it. My life wasn't worth living." And you're just sitting there thinking, like, oh, Bill's <laughs> Bill's gonna open up here. Like, maybe he'll talk about some of the stuff he's been through. He's getting kind of dark, and then he just changes to, you know, why my life's worth living now? Because I've got all these chocolates, and and he, and he just you can you don't see him eating the chocolate, but he's like eating. Cho- he's like shoving chocolate against the mic. Like rubbing it against the <laughs> microphone, and then you also hear him throwing Hershey kisses at his his co-host's head, and he just just goes from you know guys ten years ago I was gonna kill myself to I've got chocolate. Is Bill Walton okay? I, he hasn't. Yeah, he, can he we, hasn't can been we get okay. A welfare he check on Bill Walton. He please? hasn't been okay in probably forty years. But does he have dementia or something? I mean, wow. All the all the weed and LSD that man's done in his life, he hardly has brain cells. No wonder his offspring's a terrible basketball coach. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bigelow, I also want to tell you, uh, I think Manchester United's going to beat you guys this weekend. I don't want to be that guy, but I think it's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, I would not be surprised. Like, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna act like I'd be surprised by that. I mean, I think it'll be. Unsurprisingly, I think Liverpool are shit in the bed right now. Wow, where have we seen this before? <laughs> Who would have thought? Just like Caitlin Bennett. <laughs> Shut up, please. <laughs> oh my god. I do not want to talk that's about a, That's a quick hey, segue gun girl, into gun girl, uh, gun, gun girl pooped herself at a party. But no, uh, back. Uh, yeah, Liverpool, I, they are not doing their best right now. Um, Manu is hot, but. I mean, it should be close. I mean, no matter what, like, games that one team is supposed to win outright end up being either a scoreless draw or a 1-1 draw, like, with a stoppage time goal in this rivalry. So we'll see how it goes. Ideally, ideally, what I want is a 4-3 to three end result. I don't care who wins. Four, I want to see a high score. Three. I want to see some, some attacking football. Some good, yeah. some good old attacking football, huh? And apparently, Martial and Lingard will be back in time. That's what I've heard. So oh that smells like trouble for you guys. Uh, I mean, yeah, no, that's definitely uh, Jesse Lingard, the great English hope. Definitely, as Pusha T would say, uh, trouble on my mind. There is, uh, <laughs> there is some some trouble possibly coming about. Uh, so segue. Uh, we're we've been meaning to introduce this segment for three weeks. Uh, we haven't we haven't gotten along to it. 
Uh, we really only wanted to start the segment because of the soundbite. Uh, the soundbite is gold, and it also... So <laughs> I'll, I'll give the backstory to it. Just It's one of the random uh, one-liners that me and Matt like to zing back and forth at each other from time to time. Uh, and this segment is called He's Got Moxie. You know what you got, Jay? You got moxie. Uh, moxie which is a beautiful word, just a great, just a great, a great word. We're hoping we can bring that back into, like, the genuine uh, lingo. Moxie yeah. is uh, defined as force of character, determination, or nerve. Uh, otherwise, balls. You otherwise got balls. known as cojones. <laughs> you got some cojones. So you got guts, uh, you got nerve, you got moxie. Uh, we, so I want to sign you a tote to a ten-year contract. Twenty-five dollars for all my songs. Where do I sign, <laughs> Mister Barry Gordy? Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we're gonna recognize some uh, guys or gals who we believe have moxie. So let's start with Christopher. Yeah, I don't have one. Go ahead, Matt. Oh, you want me to start? Okay, I'll say it. I'll go ahead right and say it. You know what? John Wayne has some moxie. Oh, oh <laughs> boy. Oh, boy. So oh, if, 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 this is a joke, by the way. If, if, uh, <laughs> if nobody's heard what's, what's happened this week, the, a, a interview from 1971 has resurfaced of John Wayne not having a whole lot of tolerance for anyone outside of the white Christian, (laughs) (laughs) white Christian males. And, um, uh, on one hand, it's not totally dope. Uh, but on the other hand, why do people think that someone who was born in 1907 is not going to be, uh, that way and why do people care about someone who has been dead for 40 (laughs) years hey he's canceled right he's been canceled john wayne canceled (laughs) yeah but um i just don't understand how people have the time to care about this or care about anything like like this well so the thing is like i'm probably in the minority on on this podcast like I've seen this interview before. Like, it's a pretty well-known, like, well-documented, famous yeah, see, interview. I didn't know that. Like, it's like it's made its rounds before. Like, it's not like it's not like people are just like, oh wait, John Wayne said this. Like, people like it's a it's a very well-documented like like that interview. I think it's yeah, it's a Playboy interview. I think it's like that interview, John Lennon's It's pl- a Playboy John, interview. It's a Playboy interview published in Playboy why, in why the seventies. Why would 70s. anyone care? Like it's it's. A, I just don't understand how you can have the time or the energy yeah. to care about something like that. No. And in reality, who the fuck <laughs> is reading the little dialogue text in a Playboy magazine? I mean, are we really seriously? Well, I like, that's what I, I that's re- what I read it for. I read it for the dialogue and the conversations the with read, important men. Read it for the plot because, the context, because we yeah. don't objectify women, Christopher. How many times do I have to tell you? Okay, it's a Playboy magazine which is made 
for objectifying women. Wow, I didn't okay. know John These... Wayne was on our podcast. <laughs> John Wayne. Yeah. John Chris. John Wayne Pilgrims. <laughs> Shut up. Christopher I'm John, John Wayne, Wayne Smith. Pilgrim. Yeah. And I got I got a we'll segue out of the John Wayne talk. I got one now. Um you want to know who has Moxie? Huh. Tristan Thompson. Oh boy. <laughs> this is getting My man. This is going places. My man. Really cheated on Chloe Kardashian with Kylie Jenner's best friend. Okay. What's her name? I have no idea. Uh, Do I, Jordan Woods. Jordan Woods. I only Woods, know yeah. that because she's canceled too. She's right there with John. <laughs> they're they're both okay. her and John are in club canceled. But like my man is a serial cheater, okay? How many times on Twitter have you seen, oh, Tristan Thompson caught cheating again? Oh, and then Chloe Kardashian as well is the only person that I know that gets cheated on consistently. Maybe it's okay. because she has not a great taste in men. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen Lamar yeah. Odom? <laughs> oh. She made Lamar yeah. uh, Odom. I actually to ran crack. into him uh, at this <laughs> brothel. Um, Bro, like, but you know. Here's, here's my thing. Like, I, this did you just say you met him at a brothel? I did. Okay. <laughs> I was like, "What?" So because Chris Chris objectifies women. Chris does objectify women. Hashtag Chris objectifies women. Get it trending. Um, Hashtag fuck Chris Smith. But um, dude, so the, something I heard today, like on this subject, it was just like, if you are Kylie Jenner's best friend, and you are just you like supposedly she she like lives with Kylie. They've known each other since they were like ten. Like, if you've been riding that gravy train as long as you have, why fuck it up? Like, yeah. why? That's yeah. like ta- you're getting that's everything like, handed. That's to like you. taking a winning lottery ticket and lighting it on fire. You like, yeah. You uh, you legitimately like Kylie Jenner is a billionaire. I read somewhere that she said. She said that Chris and Bruce cut her off when she was 15, money-wise. And that Good all God. her money is her money. And she's a billionaire. Yeah, I mean, the whole <laughs> makeup thing is insane. And I just don't... Over some... Over some some wiener? <laughs> you yeah. gotta... Mess that all up for some, Tristan for Thompson, some wiener? Tristan Thompson, you're hanging out. Like, you're hanging out with Kylie Jenner, man, one of the most well-known models in the world and you're just like i need to go get me some cleveland cavalier dong in my free time <laughs> like a subpar like, she's got cavalier. a million dollars the about, but the friend, thing about tristan he's thompson got a wiener. bro the thing about tristan thompson is like we all say like oh he plays for the cavaliers he's a bum but he's also got a super max contract he's got like an 80 yeah. million dollar contract He's, he's not broke. <laughs> he, he is not broke. He doesn't need he the... well off. He's not Chris Humphreys. He doesn't need the Kardashian gravy train. <laughs> he's just fine. He's, hey, hey, Kanye West is forever getting Chris Humphreys seconds. <laughs> oh Chris Humphreys was there first, but we all know who was really there first because he made a song about it. But, um... <laughs> so... Speaking of hitting it, so my uh, my he's got Moxie goes out 
to Sacramento Kings point guard and former Kentucky Wildcat De'Aaron Fox, who was asked about In-N-Out and Whataburger at All-Star Game Media Day, and he spoke for the people and said In-N-Out is garbage. And he said it was not sure about he that. He said one. it was incredibly overrated, and that he prefers Whataburger. And I know what you're thinking: Wow, that's dumb. Or you sound fat. Both of those are true. And um, I just wanted to give a shout out to De'Aaron for speaking for the people. And uh, he's got Moxie, and he's also got a bright future. Go Kings! But he does not have good taste in fast food. He's got correct. He's got marvelous taste in fast food. But um, so I think that this is going to be where we refer people to our Oscars preview episode. So thanks to uh, Matthews. Uh, big knowledge. time knowledge and investment in going to see films and also being a film student. He doesn't joke around with this shit. Uh, we're going to end this week's episode here, but we're also going to discuss uh, the movies of the year, talk about the ones that are nominated for awards, the ones that aren't nominated for awards, who we think will win, who we think should win, and everything that has to do with the Academy Awards. That's going to be separate from this episode, shameless plug, but we just didn't want to take up too much time just talking about movies and then mixing it in with all the other stuff. So We also skipped a week. so We also well skipped a week, out. so we need to catch up, uh, double the product, double the fun. And the buffoonery. The buffoonery, the tomfoolery, the playful banter. Double all of it. <laughs> Um, but so we're going to wrap things up here. Thanks again for coming back for episode three. Uh, we hope you join us next week and also for some movie talk. Thanks guys. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. The show goes on! This is my home! They're gonna need a fucking wrecking ball to take me out of here! They're gonna need to send in the national bottle fucking team. Cause I ain't going nowhere!